Welcome to another episode of Books, Kids, and Creations, a part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I'm Tracy Bloom, and I am here today with Jacqueline Cupito. And I love saying your last name, by the way. It's fun. And uh, we're here today to talk about her wonderful, fabulous new book, Twintastic. Thank you for being here. Is it Jackie or Jacqueline? Oh, you could call me Jackie. Thank you so much for inviting me, Tracy. Thank you. Yes. Well, thank you for being here. And I know that um, this book right here is, is this your first book that you've done? Yes. So I started writing, I initially started writing for like the Twin Magazine and then for Chicken Soup for the Souls. And then I had like a whole bunch of ideas. So I wanted to write Twintastic, which was a process. And so, you know, there were days that I would sit at the computer first thing in the morning and not leave until like evening. You, you're an author, you know how, right? And so, and then other days I would write for a while and then like pace around the house, throw in a load of laundry, you know, go for a walk and then try again to finish a sentence, a paragraph or a page. And then and next to my bed, I always kept a pad and a pen and I would carry them around me as well, never knowing when an idea would hit. And even though at times working on the manuscript would be frustrating and all-consuming, I did truly enjoy the journey. Yeah, I bet. Well, I like that. I like that you mentioned how you know some days you can sit there and you're just in your flow and you can just crank it out, and then other days it's like you just do what you feel compelled to do, and that's okay. Right. I know. Some days were better than others. Yeah. Well, right. with this book, did oh yeah, <laughs> did you did you feel like your um your creative process was a little bit different than maybe working on the Chicken Soup for the Soul series or any of the magazine articles that you've done? Oh yeah, this book writing this was way more consuming. I mean, I was just always thinking about it 24 seven, you know, for the articles, it was an article and then I would be done with it. You know, with my book, I would constantly be rewriting, going back, you know, changing things. Yeah. 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 Oh, I know. I know all too well the process <laughs> and, and what that can look like. And then sometimes you get ideas and you go, Oh, Oh, that's where right. that fits in. And then right, you go right, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I know. Well, do you outline or do you just let it be and explore what that is? Oh, no. I would have like um, charts and outlined because like once the character evolved, you know, where, where, you know, slowly evolve, you know, she would evolve or they would evolve. So, yeah, I would definitely have my outlines and charts and the whole thing. Yeah. Well, the flow of the book is so good. And as I was reading it, I kind of just naturally, I felt like it could be like a movie or it could be like a little screenplay or something like it just felt like it could be something like it was just so well organized to where I was like, I wonder if she had like character maps and all. who knows, <laughs> but it was so well, well done and well organized. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. So you were a twin yourself. And obviously, I'm sure that that 
came into um, a lot of your experiences from being a twin influenced this book, Twintastic. So, um, oh, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the older twin. I'm six minutes older. And so just had to put that out there. So, but no, Amy and I, you know, we're, she's my built-in best friend. And so we have a very strong bond. And so when we were younger, you know, we would get into a little trouble here and there in middle school and with the mean girls and our first crushes who probably didn't really know we existed. (laughs) And so these memories gave me, you know, ideas for the manuscript. And then I thought it would be great for the twin protagonists to have magical powers because who doesn't love cool magical powers? Right. Right. And so then also I was very close to my grandma who I called Nani and she was just a great listener and she had a razor sharp mind. So no one could ever get away with anything on you know her watch, even as she aged. And so she made a huge impression on me and having her in my life was wonderful. So as a result, another character, the grandmother based on Nani came to life. And so all these experiences provided me the material to create a story and slowly my manuscript evolved into Twintastic with its exploration of family dynamic, trust, friends, the consequences of misuse of power, (laughs) each of which is very important for twins, tweens, twins, tweens, everybody. (laughs) Well, I, and I love that you talk about the misuse of power and the repercussions in the book because I feel like, I mean, in this, it's actual literal powers, but you can look at that as a general life lesson and how people that misuse their power, the repercussions of that. And there's so many good lessons in this book. And I felt like the, um, gosh, the magical powers. I was like, man, I wish I had some of these. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you. I love that you also had, um, crystals in this book and i i don't want to turn my computer because it's set up but i have crystals all around my office here and i i love crystals and i was wondering i guess how much of your um do you personally work with crystals or where did the inspiration for that come from you know i just you know i I'm a spiritual person and I just love crystals. In fact, I think I'm wearing a crystal right now. Yes. And so I just, I just feel like they're good luck and they bring me peace and serenity. And yeah, I just love crystals. And then also, I also like lighting candles throughout the house. Mm-hmm. Do you do that? I do. And, oh, yeah. I know. I love that. And ones that smell really pretty as well. And yeah. so in any case, so these elements also ended up in, in the book. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was good. And um, a lot of the circumstances, I mean, there's a few things in the book where like, for example, the twins are able to communicate in thought with each other. Um, and I thought that was really cool because, you know, who wouldn't want to be able to, to do that with a sister or a best friend um, being a twin yourself. Are there any experiences that you personally have had where you're like, wow, I felt what she felt or I, you know. Oh, yes. I mean, we had, okay, well, one that comes to mind is two and a half years ago, my twin sister had breast cancer and she's completely fine now. And the morning of the surgery, I woke up with excruciating pain on the left side. 
And, and then, I mean, it was the weirdest thing. And then I called her later on the day and I go, you know, I never asked you, was it the left breast? And she goes, yeah, I go, I I felt like excruciating pain. And like, like I was going through the surgery with you. And so then um, during her radiation, during the summer, I felt a sensation of this warm, tingly feeling over my chest, like the entire summer. And then at the end of the summer, I, she called me and she said, Oh, I had my last treatment. And I was like, okay, great. And then I never felt that sensation again. Wow. I mean, so we definitely feel each other's pain. And then, I mean, and we also think alike. I mean, another example is not too long ago, uh, it was my mother's birthday. And so I live in New Jersey and my twin sister, Amy lives in Connecticut. And so I went to CVS to get a card where there's like a thousand cards. And then Amy went to her CVS where there's like a thousand cards. And so my mother called us up and was like, you know, you both sent me the exact same card. And that's happened like a few times. That's funny. Yeah. So yeah, we, we definitely, and we, we, we know like what each other's thinking a lot that that happens. Yeah. Well, so like I get like a weird feeling and it's so weird to describe, but it was like when she was, she was supposed to give birth she was pregnant. And then like her due date was like two weeks later. And I was like hanging out and I'm thinking, Oh, something's going on with Amy. I just know like she's having her baby. I just have this, like, you get like this, well, you wouldn't know, but I get like this sick feeling, like this feeling. And so, um, I called her up and I said, um, did you have the baby? And she's like, Oh, I'm in the hospital. I had the baby. I like I yelled to my husband I'm like we're going to the hospital we got to go visit Amy she had her baby but I wasn't I wasn't surprised like I just had this feeling so we've many things like that happened to us yeah and I think that it's so cool that you're you were able to take those experiences and then expand them in like such a fun and an incredible way in your book Um, do you have so as far as a writer did you have um, any kind of like formal training with your writing or is it just something that you just always love to do? I didn't really have any like formal uh, writing. I mean, I did major in English and I did get my master's in communication. So I was always writing, yeah. but for stories, no formal, um, nothing formal. Yeah. And same here. I mean, I know a ton of very, very successful authors, like very prolific authors who, you know, they just no formal training, just it's just something that's there, you know, and it's almost like this gift that you're supposed to just explore and run with. And it's very clear in this story that you're a very talented writer. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. So do you have course for the book? Do you have um do you have any kind of author visits set up or um anything fun? Yeah, I mean I've had a few book signings. Um there's not a whole lot of book fairs in the grammar school because of COVID, unfortunately. Yeah. But I've been doing some uh a lot of podcasts and radio shows. So that's been very exciting. Yeah, so I'm just like completely busy. I mean, I hope to start my next book. And you know the ending of this book, so you could see where it could go, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where there's a series. Yeah. And so um, I hope to do that. Yes. So that's, um, I'm looking forward. Yeah. Let's, let's, like, settle down a little bit now. 
Yeah, it's always exciting to put out the book because it's like you spend so much time writing and then you get to enjoy, you know, the aftermath of it, which is getting to share your work with people and get to talk to, you know, schools and libraries and do all these author visits. And it's just it's so rewarding to do that. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree with you. Yeah, it's been really fun. And uh, what else could I tell you? Oh, wait, I have to let me tell you one little quick story about switching classes that my twin and I did, which (laughs) I love this story. Although I don't want anyone trying this at home because we got away with it and we were lucky, but I don't know if anyone else will. So my twin and I, um, I had, I had a study hall and she had an English, she had biology, but she had an English test to study for because she had an English test later on in the day, which she should have studied the night before, but okay. And so anyway, so she's like, could I go to your study hall and you go to my biology class so I could study for my English test? And I was like, okay. And I already had biology earlier that morning. And so in any case, I was like, oh God, and biology is not one of my favorite subjects, but I said, okay. So I ended up going to her biology class and she ended up going to my study hall and the teacher never found out. I think some of the kids did. So I ended up having biology twice that day. So we would always do like fun things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you wonder like, um, I don't know. I always wondered, like, if twins swap with dating or, like, if twins can, like, play tricks on people like that. But it seems like you definitely can, like, stand in for each other in certain in certain instances. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we never did with boyfriends or anything like that. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, so, yeah, it, it, it's great. It's great being a twin. You know, she always listens to me when no one else will listen. Um, and we just always have each other's back. And it's, I think it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. And so with um, Twins Magazine, how often do you write in Twins Magazine? Oh, that I would write like monthly. Um, yes. It, and it comes out like four times a year. And just recently I started writing for them again. So that's always really fun writing for yeah. them. It's all, uh, you know, twin stuff, a lot when twins are born, how do you deal with having twins? But I'm kind of the other side where I'm actually a twin and I could talk about being a twin and the perks about being a twin and answer some questions that might be helpful for some parents. Yeah. You know, like we like a big question is, should twins go to the same college? Oh. Yeah. And yeah. so... We actually, we didn't really have anything planned. So we like visited a bunch of colleges and um, it just turned out I wanted a bigger school. So I went to Syracuse University. She wanted a smaller school. So we ended up going to two different colleges, which worked out really well because I met, you know, my own friends. I was on my own. And although we spoke every day, but, um, and then after college, we both moved into the city together and lived together. But it, it was nice to have that experience, you know, being solo. Yeah. yeah. I thought because I went to school with twins oh. and they were, they were very different. I mean, as far as the things that they like, things they're into, but they, we, we were all in the same sorority. 
Oh, okay. And it was just interesting to observe, you know, one was into certain things and one was into the other, but they were, they were identical twins. And, um, I always wondered, you know, how much, how much they got along and how, you know, but they, they were in the same sorority. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, out of all the sororities, they did stick together. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. But that's interesting. Yeah. So were they good friends? Do you find what they, they, they were pretty good friends. Yeah. Um, it just seemed like, you know, as far as interests and things, they were very different as far as like one was into, um, I don't know, like more, um, calmer things. And one was like, always doing different events, always like social butterfly, just always out and about. And so it was just very interesting to see like the dynamic um, of the two twins, like just how yeah. different they could be, but they oh, look, yeah. they looked so much alike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People cool. say we look a lot alike as well. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, once you get to know us, then you see our differences and our personality and so it could take a while, but it's definitely, you know, once you get to know us, it's easy. Yeah. And yeah. then is being a twin hereditary? So being identical twins, I think it like skips every other generation. Okay. So yeah, I think like my grandfather's brothers were twins. Yeah. So I hope maybe my, my boys could have twins. Right, right. Well, I like that in the books, I was thinking that too, that it skips a generation. And yeah. so in the book, the um, great. Right. The great, um, the great grandmother was a twin. Was a twin. Yeah. And then it skips. Right. And like, then went to the. To the, to the, um, to the Alex and Jordan. So yeah. yeah, there it skipped like two generations, but yeah, that's, you know, it gets. um but now uh, there's a lot of fraternal twins, and I think that just kind of happens. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there's so much unknown for me about twins, where I'm, I just I'm so fascinated by it. So I guess in all your time, what's like the most um, fascinating thing that you've learned about being a twin? The most fascinating thing about being a twin. I'm just lucky. I'm just lucky that I have a built-in, I was born with a built-in best friend who always listens to me and is there for me 24 seven. And I just feel very, very lucky. Yeah. I think I'm just lucky to be a twin. Yeah. <laughs> There's all these added perks. And, and then you also have the inspiration for books and, and book two, which yes. is, Hopefully next year. Hopefully. Yeah. I gotta get on it. I yeah. gotta definitely get on it. Yes. Yeah. How long definitely. did this how long did this one take you to do? You know, it took a while and then like you go back and forth with the editing. Like yeah. so that's like a whole process. A lot of editing. And then um so then like once that's done, then there's like another whole process of finding a publisher or a literary agent. So that's another whole process and yeah, it's just like one process after another. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know like I can, I personally can usually for a novel, I can write a novel in a year. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can that's like, about, can that's about how long it took me. What'd you say? <laughs> standard, standard one year per novel. But yes. then, but then the editing was like months of like red lines and rewrites and things like that, where it was like, you know, to your point, there is so much that goes into creating a book that a lot of people really aren't aware of. Um, but oh, it is absolutely to do it. I mean, it's very, re it's very rewarding. Yes. But very grueling at times. Yeah. <laughs> Blood, sweat and tears. It's for real. <laughs> Beside yeah. book two, what else do you have on the horizon? You know, right now, just promoting my book. Um, that's about it right now. I have to uh, gear up and start planning some new things, but I'm just now busy with promoting the book. Yeah. Well, I hope that it does fantastic because twintastic because um it is it's such a good book like I highly recommend this book for any what what age range would you say a middle school reader yeah I would I would say tweens ages eight to 12 years old I mean I hear a lot of parents are enjoying it and grandparents um are enjoying it but um I marketed it as for tweens yeah. although you know anyone could really enjoy it yeah it's very wholesome Oh, yeah. Thank you. I yeah. found it to be very wholesome. Like, there was a lot of good family lessons in there and about being a good friend and how how they react in certain situations when maybe they shouldn't have done something and the lessons they learned. I mean, it's just an all around good book and it's so much fun. And I really hope that you sell a ton of books. I hope that this is a great success for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you so much. Yeah, I hope so, too. <laughs> yeah. And um, as an author and a twin, if you had to think about, you know, like who you are as a person and the legacy you want to leave behind for, you know, for future future readers and people who look up to you, what would that be? I mean, as a person, I want my legacy to be known as a good, loyal, loving person and mom and daughter and sister, wife and friend. And I want to be known as someone who cared and enjoyed life and was a positive influence on my friends and family. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good legacy. Well, it sounds like you're right on your way there. And oh, thank you. Yes. And I, um, for the people who want to buy a copy of your book, where can they get it? Oh, absolutely. They could get it on Amazon. Okay. Yes. And they could always go to my website. <laughs> yes. Twintastic. Twintastic. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, Amazon, my website, JacquelineCapito.com and check it out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Go check it out. And thank you, Jackie, so much for being here today. And I wish you all the best of luck in um, all that you do and in future books as well. Oh, thank you, Tracy. Thank you so much. Have a twintastic day. Oh, you do. Thank you. <laughs> Bye.